All right, people, how you doing? This is the Big Vito LaGrasso brand, Big Vito brand, the Big Vito brand coming to you live, baby, live. We are doing Getting Color on Sunday night. That's right, Sunday night, which will air on Monday. We are doing our first Twitch. Welcome to all the Twitch people. How is everybody doing at Twitch? Pieces, Reese's Pieces, that's the new thing. Reese's Pieces, erroneous. That's how we do here at the Big Vito brand. Obviously, I'm living a good life. I just got my new bank loan shirt. Before we start, I want to introduce the co-host with the most, David Virtue Stallworth. David, how are you doing tonight? Yo, Vito, what's up? I'm doing great. Other than I'm about to watch Elimination Chamber and probably be bored to death, but we got a lot to talk about, man. A lot of, a lot of cold, hard truths of the business, and I know you can guide the way. Well, you know, Virtue, I am glad you're joining me for tonight's thing. And just so you know, Twitch, you are on tonight. This is our very first Twitch. Reese's Pieces, kids. Reese's Pieces, erroneous. That's how we do at the Big Vito brand. All right. Now, being that this is our first Twitch, we are we have Twitch. We got social media running wild. We got everything happening here at the Big Vito brand. You can see I was out by the pool, living the good life. You know, and just so everybody knows, we got the new house. That's right. We are moving to a new digs. We are moving to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air kind of digs. We're talking. We're living the lifestyle. You know, where diamonds and Rolexes are, where you got your nameplate with your bling on. You got the tan. You got the fan over there at Twitch. You're doing everything right. Dynamite. Out of sight. It's because it's the Big Vito brand. Voice of Reason, just plug us before we start going. Plug us. Give us the plugs of what's going on. Voice of Reason. Is that me? That's you. Oh, okay. Well, guys, we have our first person on Twitch with us. The Reverend says, what's up, peoples? What's up, peoples? The Rev is on with us. Guys, let everybody know we're on Twitch right now. We are live, baby live. Tweet us. Let everyone know on Facebook that we are out on Twitch with you guys. Twitch.tv is what we are. Twitch.tv slash the Big Vito brand. Go ahead, Vito. All right. So now we've got a lot of things happening. David... Virtue, Stalwart, we're going to do an early plug session for you. David, plug your stuff real quick, and then we're going to get to the content and what's happening at the Big Vito brand. Cool. Well, first of all, if you're the Fresh Prince, I guess I'm Carlton, and I'll have to accept that. So I'll have to learn right. the dance, all right? We appreciate it. So you can follow me on Twitter, at NoDQ underscore Virtue. I post all of my content there, my videos, my columns. So I could, I could give you 10 different links. Just check me out on Twitter, at NoDQ underscore Virtue. It's always there. I am always on Twitter. All right. Now, getting the hot news of the day. In the New York Post, being up from the five boroughs, the king of the five boroughs, you know, I got to tell you, what's going on in pro wrestling? It's on the front page. We are going to talk about the domestics of wrestling, the domestics, meaning hey, what? What is happening in your personal life? What is going on out there? What is the in the no, in the wow, in the oh my God? First, we're going to start off with the Usos. Now, great talents. Uh, they are Naomi, Jimmy Uso. I mean, you can't ask for any more greatness than what they're doing. You know, their talent speaks for themselves. They've had a long rate of success at the WWE, okay? But I got to tell you, 
when you get arrested and things happen, it's not for the good life and good luck of professional wrestling. Now, Virtue, I know you heard about this. I know there was an altercation. And the altercation was that uh, Naomi was driving down the wrong way of a one-way street, which seems to be the not-so-uncommon thing these days when you might have something wrong or you it's been um, accused that something could be wrong. And uh, the husband got out of the car when the police approached her, took off his shirt, wanted to challenge and fight, had to be restrained verbally, and uh, you know, a taser was involved, not used, but had to be threat of a taser. Now, guys, Virtue, give me the follow-up of what you have. I know you were with this, and you were on top of this every step of the way. Well, I mean, basically, Jimmy Uso, Jimmy, not Jay, Jimmy's married to Naomi, he was arrested. And here's the thing, DeVito. As a performer, you're allowed to go out and have a good time, but you got to remember, the spotlight's on you. You get drunk in public, the cops come after you, it's anybody, right, can get in trouble for the same situation of what Naomi and Jimmy did. But guess what's all over the internet? Naomi and Jimmy, because they're professional wrestlers on a big, in a big corporation like WWE. We've seen issues before, right? Jericho's been arrested. Sabu and RVD were arrested, right? Jeff Hardy. But the fact is, I, it will affect you. If, if you are Jimmy Uso, if you are Naomi, and you are getting arrested in public, and it gets out on social media, and you are bringing a black eye to that product that's publicly traded, might I add, um, something you are probably going to be reprimanded. Now, as we're doing this, Vito, I'm looking up at my TV. Naomi is coming to the ring right now in the Elimination Chamber. So it is going to be interesting to see how they're booked tonight. tonight. Now, but it, it, it's just yeah, it's insane with the spotlight on you. Spotlight is on. And as number two breaking news, there was a huge, huge thing in the New York Post also. That's my favorite paper. And I got to tell you, Twitch people, I hope you're enjoying this because you're getting this. You're going to be cut off soon, Twitch people. You're going to have to go to the Big Vito brand and catch it. But I'm going to tell you the other half of this news was the big shocking development that one of the announcers at WWE and Carmella were having an affair and the wife blew it out of the water on Instagram. Now... I don't, I cannot say and give you right or wrong in this matter. And listen, everybody makes a mistake, but it's happening news. And when you have, when you're accused of having an affair, especially in today's world with all the social media and all, all of everybody watching, it is hard to keep your relationship under wraps. Now, being that someone's wife was the accuser and posted it on social media, that's what blew it up even bigger. Now, I mean, being that there were uh, accusations of uh, being a child's role model, and, you know, that's, I mean, that's something. But being that the, the partner of this, the wife of the accused, uh, said it's a, a punch in the gut through alcoholism, uh, through um, <clears throat> drug rehabilitation, through everything to see this man's dreams come true. You know, he was accused of cheating on his wife with one of the WWE stars named Carmella. Now, Virtue, why don't you give me some? Because I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you something back. 
update the people on, on that situation. Well, so we know that his wife posted that on Instagram. And of course, the internet blew up. And basically, then you have people saying, well, we can't pry into their personal lives. Well, first of all, Corey Graves and Carmella are in the spotlight, just like Naomi and Jimmy Uso. His wife did this, right? She's the one that put it out there publicly. We all have the right to talk about this now. I'm sorry. That's how it works. When, when people are saying respect their privacy, it's not private. It's out in the open. So look, I don't know if she was unbearable to live with. The fact is, Vito, you know this, temptation on the road and people just don't have respect for marriage like they used to. And it's a shame. And I've, I've been a victim of that. Not at that level, right, of superstar level, more of a smaller niche level. And it sucks. It sucks. That that's how human beings have to, to do. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know, you know, why this is happening. But the fact is, to me, you can't resist temptation. And if Carmela and Corey Graves were sleeping with each other, the wife has every right to react the way she does. She may be crazy, right, Vito? She yeah. um, Graves might want to leave her, but there's a proper way to do things. And I just I'm a firm believer in you end your marriage before you go. And I know it's hard, human nature, right? But you do things the right way before you, and this shit wouldn't happen. No, I hear, and I you speak from a tender heart, and you speak from a personal yeah. matter because. You know, this was on your plate at one time and you dealt with something like this. I can tell you something here. And this goes for everybody out there, okay? People on Twitch, people in getting color. I got to tell you, being on the road. Now, I was single when I was on the road, okay? When my time in the WWE and my time in the WWE. But when I was out there, did I have fun? Did I indulge? Did I do my thing? Yes. When I was single. Yep. Single. Before that, when I was married or I was in a relationship. Now, <clears throat> I will be honest with you guys. You know, hey, things happen. I wasn't perfect. You know, I learned from my mistakes. They changed my ways. But you know, when you're on the road, things happen. I'm not giving anybody right or wrong. Does that make me a hypocrite? I'm not burying anybody. It's just news. But when the wife gets involved or the girlfriend gets involved and they go and they go public media, they go social media, they bring it out in the open, that's when it's a deadly weapon. You know, I'll give you, for instance, you know, and this is not to bury anybody. Believe me, guys, we're not trying to bury it. We're just talking real-life stuff, real-life stuff here on Twitch, on Getting Color, and real life in general, okay? When you had um, Seth Rollins and he got caught in a relationship other than with his fiance, the fiance posted pictures on social media. Virtue, do you, re do you remember that? I do. And I want you to finish explaining that because there's another case that happened after that too. So I do remember that with Rollins. All right. And then after that, I believe Paige was involved in some kind of scandal where personal pictures got, whether it was a scorn lover or whatever. Do you remember that? I absolutely remember that. And that blew up pretty big. Big time. Now, and, and, and the New Day, or not the New Day, but Xavier Woods was involved, a former talent, Brad Maddox. I mean, it gets out there. Stuff, when, when things are recorded, Vito, it gets out there. All right. Now, on another note, now we're going higher up the ladder. When Bray Wyatt was accused of this, yep. JoJo and the wife came out. 
Do you remember that? I remember that. And as we talk right now, neither one of them, I believe, as of right now, have been on television for a while. That's what happens when you do something and it ruins your name on TV. Your push gets taken away. Now, when um, John Cena, now I'm going to the top of the list. This is not the very John Cena. This is not saying anything bad. But it was public news. It was in the news. It was something that was there. You know, his wife came out and she went against it. She, she came out bold and she came out hard. And it was a little embarrassing for the WWE and John Cena. And that was settled quickly due to a buyout, an agreement, and everything. Am I right? Yep. Yep. I mean, and again, Cena, you know, you could say preferential star treatment, right? The position he had with the company. Uh, but nonetheless, it was still negative information floating out there on the web about the company's top star. And, and it's it's ridiculous. We have so many cases, Vito. You know what I mean? There's so many cases we're just talking about. It's not like it rarely happens. It, it happens. It's a plague. All right. Now, all the people on Twitch, you can, I'm going to cut you off right now. I hope everybody had a good time. I hope everybody enjoyed this part. This is the very first Switch Disney inaugural. We'll be back later on. And we will be back later on. I am going to go on Vince Russo's Twitch, and we are going to tape Twitch for more. We're trying to get If you're out there, go to the Twitch. Subscribe to Twitch. Get your friends to Twitch. TheBigVitoBrand.com. Voice of Reason, give them the address for the Twitch. Twitch.tv slash TheBigVitoBrand. All right, Twitch, we're going to have to cut you short. Catch the rest on Getting Color, Reese's Pieces, and chill out, people. All right, everybody, now we're going to continue with Getting Color. Now, the thing I'm getting up to now, we do have the uh, Elimination Chamber up. Naomi and um, Carmella are tagging tonight. It will be – now, I would have bet that they were going to be crowned champions or at least go to the finals with this happening both of them being in the social media spotlight i have a feeling they're going to be taken out early and i think that their push is going to be derailed and something is going to happen i mean what do you think about that version now in my no dq predictions before any of this stuff happened i mean the, the naomi stuff already happened i picked them to be the first eliminated in this match I don't know why, Vito. I, and traditionally, when something like this happens, your push gets derailed. And, and I'm still going to stick with that. But the back of my mind is churning. My subconscious is churning. And I don't know why. I think we're in an era that Vince McMahon, if WWE management knows the fans are expecting something because of social media, I feel that Vince reacts the opposite way now. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit with Charlotte Flair. I... I would not be surprised if a low percentage chance they come out of this looking good. Maybe not winning the match, but just because it's Vince McMahon, oh, the internet thinks we're going to let's push him. You know what I mean? I just, it's a weird time, man. So you think because they're hot news, maybe, maybe possibly could be turning and they can give them the titles? This is happening live, right? So in 20 minutes from now, they could be gone and out of the match like we expect. I'm just saying in the back of my mind, I'm leaving some percentage chance that this could happen because I see how there has to be somebody in place telling Vince McMahon how the internet reacts, and I think they go out of their way to, to do the opposite now. I don't know. It's like they want to fool people. So I'm leaving it as a small chance that it could happen, but I still like 
your theory, my theory, that when you're in trouble in real life and it's out there, it will cost you your spot. I still am a firm believer in that, Vito. No, I tell you, you know, like, and I, I, I got to say, when it comes to WWE and I'm costing this spot, I mean, Rollins, I mean, I believe he was going for the title at the time and he was in a championship run, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I think Bray Wyatt was on a hot streak and he was pretty big at the time with the Bray Wyatt thing and then wife coming out and then he got derailed. You know, Cena's always Cena, but I think, you know, his push didn't get altered, but he wasn't the primary vocal focal point of the TV. And I think that's what happened. So now you have a couple different factors happening, and I think that matters when you're talking about this kind of stuff. And social media will kill somebody's push. It will kill your career if you're not careful. Now, for Jimmy Uso... This is the second, third, it's the third time for an arrest for drunk driving or doing something where he got arrested during his WWE run. Am I correct about that? Yeah, I mean, he's getting, you know, Jeff Hardy territory. And with all due respect to Jeff, he's cleaned up his life. But I mean, shoot, Vito, it, it, we have epidemic. It just seems like there's epidemics of this type of behavior in wrestling. It's, it's, a, it's crazy. Well, I will tell you one thing. One of the reasons they moved the WWE territory, the developmental, out of Tampa, when I lived in Tampa and the NXT, and the NXT or Florida Championship Wrestling was in Tampa, there were a lot of arrests, a lot of drunk driving, a lot of people gunning for the wrestlers. And that was a hot time in Tampa where you couldn't even go out. I mean, I used to go down to the local clubs on a regular basis, like five nights a week, and you had to, like, you you had to you know be on the up and up. You couldn't drink and drive. You couldn't do anything. Not that I drink and drive, but I would go out, have a couple, not hard, a couple of wines or whatever, because I never you know put myself in that kind of situation my whole life. Not because I'm a wrestler, it's just because I'm responsible. But when you're out there, especially on that strip in Tampa, when they were gunning for you, it was something, and everybody was getting locked up left and right, and they used to tell you. Keep your nose clean, keep your nose clean. And it was just something bad. Now, I mean, all in all, guys, you try to lead a responsible life and everybody makes mistakes. And everybody who I mentioned, they're all accountable for their actions and nobody's perfect in life. And you can't sit here and bury them and say you're perfect or anything. That's what not we're doing. We're reporting the news. We're giving it to you live. We're giving it to you like, like real people. We're not trying to hurt their families we're not trying to embarrass them this is what's out there in the news and this is what we're talking about right now aren't we right we don't want to do bring any harm to anybody no we're stating what's out there and the fact is this is an epidemic of plague you know who we forgot rich swan and enzo amore oh yeah now enzo i mean it's so many cases of 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 this type of thing happening within the bubble that's, and when the spotlight's on you, in their cases, it costs them their jobs. You know, and that's a sad thing, too, with Enzo, because, like, you know, when you get accused of something, and I and I have dealt with this, and people, this is a, a real truth, okay? Back in 2000, I'd say seven, eight, seven, 2007. Seven. Okay, I was on my way to England, okay, and I was packing, 
I was getting, I was, uh, I was in a relationship. I was packing my stuff and getting my stuff ready to leave. I was leaving the next day and I had a huge fight with my girlfriend at the time, girlfriend, not fiance, not wife, not anything. And, uh, she was mad and she was hot that I was leaving and I was going on the road and I was going on the road for six months. I was going to England. I was going to go live in England. I was putting my car away. I was getting my clothes. All of a sudden we had this huge fight and I had to get my things out of her house. I rented my condo, rented my house. We were living together. I was staying at a place um, and it wasn't even, I was temporary. We had this huge fight. So, she told me I had to get my clothes out, find a place for my car, and I'm leaving tomorrow. So this thing escalated to where she got enraged, and uh, she throws a bottle at me. Now, this is all true, guys. This is not made up. Throws a bottle at me. Bottle cracks against the wall and cracks a machete from under the sink. She told me she's going to cut me. So I'm like, listen, you need to calm down. You need to freaking just hold on here. So I get out of the house. I go to a friend's house. I said, Vito, you got to call the police. She's fucking nuts. She's nuts. So I call the cops. And the cop who comes is my friend. So he says, Vito, this is what happened. I said, this is what happened. I just want to get my clothes. Getting on a plane tomorrow. So I have to get out of here. Putting my clothes and my car. And I'm packing the suitcase. And I'm out. He says, okay, let me go to the house. Let me see what's going on. So inside the house, he starts having words with her. Her father comes. He passes me outside. I'm outside sweating, right? And I just want to get out of here. Well, something went down in the house. He comes out. He arrested her in the house. He comes out. He said, you know, I, you have to put you under arrest. I looked at him like he had three heads. I said, for what? Well, she, she admitted what she did. She said, but you pushed her. I said, you and I both know I didn't push her. I didn't do nothing. I'm in the middle of this. Well, he knew it was he knew it was bullshit, but he didn't have a choice, and he didn't want to get um, jammed up. Best way to put it, but you know, and have problems for himself. So here I am being hauled off, and I've never been arrested in my life. And I'm saying you're making a mistake. I didn't do anything, and so I get to the I get put back in a squad car. Go to the jail, and I knew every police officer. They said, "Fido, what are you doing here?" I was in. I was crying. I said, "I didn't do anything." I said, "This is what happened." I said, "This is what's going on." They knew I got railroaded, and they knew it was bullshit. Yeah, and it was against the word of the woman. It wasn't like it was Ray Rice or Cream Hunt where they were caught on video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I go through the night, and they put me in general population. And let me tell you something. It was it was some kind of ordeal in my life where it affected me. You talk about social media, it was all over the news within not even a day. All right. It was on the paper in the Sun News in England. It was on the news everywhere that I had gotten arrested. Well, the next day comes. Now I'm in this jail cell, I'm in orange, and I go down, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in there. I'm looking around and say, all right. they say, all right, breakfast. I go and I look. I said, I ain't eating this crap. I gave my food away. They said, you don't want this, man? I said, bro, you can have it, right? So I go to play some basketball. 
So I'm playing basketball and I'm, you know, like everybody knows I'm an avid basketball player. I'm pretty good. And I'm beating this black guy. So all of a sudden there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven black guys in the freaking thing. Yo, man, what's going on, man? You a pretty good ball player, man. I says, yeah, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, you look pretty tough. You look like one of them MA fighters, and you know, I'm kind of tough too myself. You know, I'm from the hood, and I, you know, I'm gangster. You know, and I'm. A, I said, yeah. I said, listen, I'm just here to play ball now. Yeah, man, you look, you got that kind of tough about you, but you know, but I'm tough too. All of a sudden, they started surrounding me where I knew I was gonna fight on the spot. All of a sudden, they call a lockdown, right? So I'm like, oh my god, this sucks. I gotta get out of here. They call a lockdown. I go back to my cell and there's somebody sleeping in my bed. And I freaking, I always, I got that system. What the fuck are you doing in my bed, man? Get, I don't want no problems. Get in the other fucking bed, man. Take your fucking shit. Get out of here. I'm standing there by the glass, you know. And that night they put me in a cell by myself and they're walking around and they see me just standing there in the middle of the room. And I'm there and they say, are you okay? I said, Peter, are you all right? I says, I just need some air. I says, I'm claustrophobic, so I can't be in here. So I'm sweating. They says, do you need anything? I said, I need some water. I need something. So the guy was good enough. The cop was good enough to open the, open the door for me. Let me get some air. I just had, like, not being closed. He says, you okay now? I said, yeah, I think I'll be all right. So it's a pretty scary thing. Next day, I go to the thing, and I'm like, I'm like 15th on the line. They put you on screen with the judge. Seven months, nine months, 12 months, two years, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I start sweating more. Yep. The bondsman comes in before, and I said, listen, I'm in trouble here. Call this police officer and you know tell them I'm in here and bail me out. It was a bail bondsman. So he did me a, she did me a favor. She called the bail bondsman. And the bail bondsman called my detective friend who was up in New York. And she called up the station and she told him, listen, so... I had a connection, the connection to talk to the judge and talk to the people. And I said, listen, he's falsely accused. So when my name come up, I'm like, Jesus, don't make me get to anything. Vito LaGrasso, yes, sir. Um, you got accused of battery, assault battery. She just, listen, I understand the circumstances here. Uh, stay away from her. Keep your nose clean. Yes, sir, I will. I will not go near her. This is okay, released on your own recognizance, you may go. I couldn't get out of there fast enough, right? And I'm sweating, I'm standing, all right guys, let me get out. Now, Vito, you gotta wait till the uh, process. I said, I want out of here, man. I said, get me out of here. That, I came out of there, I was a nervous wreck. I had nowhere to go. I had money in the bank, my Cadillac, no place to go, I owned two houses, and I was just a nervous wreck. My friend Doreen got me out. She got me a hotel room, and I was a mess, a mess, like when you wouldn't believe. So I got this hotel room and I just was, it it ate me where I, I dropped 15 pounds in a day. And when you talk about like your nervous system, that's what happened. So let me ask you this, Fido, going through all of that, did it cost you immediate work after that? Um, did you get a, you know, how much of that got out to where it ruined your reputation getting or doing anything? It was worldwide, and my brother called me, and me and my brother at the time weren't speaking, and he called me, I says, he says, are you okay? I says, yeah, I, I, says, I says, I didn't do anything. I says, and you know, this is what happened. Lo and behold, 
The girl's mother calls me. He says, I know what happened. He says, she told me the truth. I said, she's going she's gonna to help you get a, get a place to stay. And she is going to take care of you. I promise you. So now, being that I was in this position, okay, on the other side of this, she was arrested for felony uh, and attempted murder. So she had a felony charge on her. So her mother didn't want it. Her mother liked me, loved me to death. And afterwards, the mother says, you are going to do right by that man. You did wrong by this man. So I got, finally, I got out. She did, the girl did help me have a place to live. She was a real estate agent. And the girl did do the right thing by me. Her family did the right thing by me. Wasn't an easy time. I got through it for a year. I lived in and out of places. As far as work goes, I lost six months of work. And I had to postpone my trip, try to regain my balance. Then I finally got to go to England, you know, and it was just, it's tough. Relationships and wrestling are tough. People don't understand things and things just will get blown out of proportion. And then when you finally do get yourself straight, you know, time has passed, your push has passed, your, the momentum has passed, and you have to start all over again. Was that attempted murder charge with her pulling the machete out on you, or was that a prior? No, that was her. When, wow. you, get, when you get involved in a domestic, there's two sides, right? So who's ever doing, like, if a woman does something to you and you don't, you don't do it, you call the cops, hey, that's a good thing. But all the woman has to say is, pushed me. That puts you in the wrong because you put your hands on her. So now you have to defend yourself and not defend yourself physically, but, you know, emotionally. And you have to defend yourself to the police officer and say, listen, I, nothing happened. I said, I'm a big guy. I said, if I would have did anything, she had no more. Do you really think if I hit her or did anything, there wouldn't be any marks on her? Or she wouldn't need hospital assistance? Did she need an ambulance? No, 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 and no. Thank so, God she didn't like do something to herself to try to frame you. Like, you know what I mean? But that's the type of world we live in, you know? Exactly. So, and you know what? My reputation got, you know, got tarnished a little bit because everybody knew that wasn't beautiful. I love women. I treat all, all women the same. I always treated them like old ladies. I still talk to my ex-girlfriends. My wife today talks to my ex-girlfriends. I said, I have a good rapport with every woman out there. But that was a hard time in my life. Do you still talk to that one that was in a couple of movies? I won't mention her name. No, I don't okay. talk to you. I was just going to see if you could give me the hookup. I was just going to see if you could give me the hookup. I had nothing to do with Vito. It was all about me, my ego. I, I, I love her, but I'm a single dude. All right. Anyway, uh, anyway but you talk about things like that, guys. You know what I mean? It's, it's a hard thing. You got to remember. Now, I think Naomi and uh, Carmella just got eliminated. So there goes their push out the window. Oh, did they? And they were standing in the pods for a while. So they must have got out quick. Like as soon oh. as their pod opened up, they must have been out quick because I kept looking up there and they were standing in their pod. So they must have came in and got, wow, see Vito? There, you go. there it is. Well, I guess on that note, is the update. See ya. Yeah. Right. Well, my little percentage, it was in the back of my head, was definitely 
zero. Remember? It, zero. But you know how Vince is. Sometimes he likes to exploit things if he thinks he can make money off of it. You know that. I know. But getting back to the story, here's the end of the story, guys. Okay? I wanted to get myself together. I got everything cool. Everything was good. Got my life back on track. All right? Did it put a tarnish on my record? Yes. You know, I had it taken care of. I had everything good. You know, did it affect my life in a lot of different ways? Yes. But did I recover from that? Yes. And anytime after that, I kept very low profile. Anytime I had anything with a woman after that, or if it was good, bad, or indifferent, if I had any art, I stepped away very quietly. And even today, I will walk away. I don't do nothing. You know, that's not my, that's not my jam. And I don't, I hate fighting. I hate it with passion. I don't like arguing. It's all about good vibes and positivity, and that's why we can all be on Twitch and the bigvetobrand.com and all that stuff because it's all positivity and good vibes. Right, and uh, you know what, guys? And when you guys look at my Facebook and when you look at Virtue and you look at the people I'm associated with, hey, things happen in life. Just like things happen to Virtue in his personal life, things happen in my life, things happen in my wife's life. Everybody has something. But the thing is to be positive and come out of it on top. And that's what we talk about. We can talk about all the bad stuff here on Getting Color. We talk about all the good stuff. Now, I hope everybody has their, their, uh, their slate clean. But as we just saw on the, on the uh, Elimination Chamber, Naomi and uh, Carmella were eliminated. Now, what happens to their careers after this? We don't know. I know that the Usos tonight are fighting uh, – uh, Mick Miz, I think it's called. Right, Virtue? Right. Give, me scoop, give me the scoop on Mick Miz. Well, I, Mick Miz are the tag team champions. I originally thought they put them together because this is going to be your classic case of Miz turning on Shane and setting up a one-on-one -on -one Mania match. Who knows? Maybe Shane will turn on Miz and they'll push Miz as a baby. I kind of am backtracking on that. Um, although that's still the typical WWE way. I think they're going to keep the titles on them for whatever reason. They're going to ride it out, Miz and McMahon. They're going to – McMiz t-shirts, Vito. It's all about product. Yeah, but right now with Jimmy Uso being in the spotlight now, as we saw. Oh, I Usos, I did not pick them to win. I picked McMiz to retain. I don't think – I don't think they were going to get – I didn't think they were going to get anything good. They could have pulled it out if he would have kept his no doubt business. But as of, that, as of tonight, I think that they are going to do the job – you know, and uh, I think that it's going to be, you know, I, I hope it's not going to be a quick match. I don't want to see that, but it could be a job, job out match and then put them on, put them on the shelf. And then, uh, you know, I just think that it's going to be uh, lights out for the Usos tonight. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, after you post this on Monday, we're not seeing the Usos as the champions because Vince McMahon wanted to go against the grain. I just can't, I can't see that happening. Vince is probably listening to this right now and watching my podcast. And, you know, I appreciate that. He's seen, he, he gets my Twitch and everything. But, guys, as you know, hold on, we're taking some social media pics. It's tough. All right. <laughs> anyway, no, but like, like you, guys, you know, it's, it's a thing where, you know, if you're in the spotlight, you know, WWE does have a public image. They do have to take care of their brand. It's respectable that they do this. It does hurt the wrestler in itself. But they have they have a it's a publicly traded company where they have to protect themselves, the stockholders, and there's a lot more that goes into it. And you know what? You can't have somebody who's on uh, having a bad time be the face of your company 
So it goes hand in hand. Am I right, Virtue? That's correct. And I just Googled on my phone. Um, as of closing Friday at 4 p.m., the WWE stock is $87.46 per share with a market cap of $6.83 billion. They take this stuff very seriously. That's the type of company they have become about the numbers. Well, I tell you, it's good that we have analytics here on the on getting color. And we do, we, like I said, guys, we give you the truth, nothing but the truth. We talk about what's real and not real, you know, and we give you the up-to-date stuff. We're not here to fabricate. We're not here to make up stories. We're not here to, like, you know, boast our brand or do anything to uh, embarrass ourselves. We're talking serious product. The Big Vito brand brings it to you and gives it to you, you know, straight up truth. You know, and I wouldn't ask Virtue to lie or do anything to hurt his brand as well. We're two analyst journalists just giving an honest opinion and giving you facts. We're not here giving you any BS, you know, trying to sell some scribes, trying to sell a newspaper, trying to get our name on the Internet, and nothing like that. We're just here doing our job. And you know what? For all the people out there who like what they see on Getting Color and what they see with uh, Virtue's No DQ, that's what you get. God's honest truth. We give it an analytic, you know, view of what's happening, and this is how we bring it to you. Virtue, you've been a journalist for a little longer than I have, and like when I was a rookie, you were doing, uh, you were doing your thing on the No DQ, and you guys were helping me. And when, remember when I said when I joined your brand, hey, you know, I'm getting some practice here. Thank you very much for having me. You know, and I have come. A hundred times further, I have come a long way from that inexperienced journalist from when I joined the No DQ brand. I mean, Virtue, tell them about how I started there. Oh, absolutely. And it was a blast. Um, by the way, we got to give Aaron Rift credit for NoDQ.com. That is his baby. So Aaron allowed, you know, I I took over a show from somebody that was that was pushed out of um, No DQ for various reasons. That I was like, you know, we need to spice this up. It can't just be Aaron and I. And I immediately said, we got to bring Vito on. And next thing you know, we developed a panel. We had you, me, Aaron, Jexy. And it went well. Then she left. And, you know, basically it led here, Vito. You and I are now doing Getting Color. But Vito is fantastic. Um, I am, as much as I didn't want that no DQ panel to end, like I said, it led to here. So that I'm grateful of. Because you and I, one-on-one, -on -one, it, I think we it gets more emotional and passionate than when you have the full panel because then everybody has to chime in. It's just us, me and you, one-on-one -on -one here. Now, you know what I mean? And you know what, guys? He's absolutely 100% right, and I did that, and I did it. It was a great thing that I joined the panel. Aaron did. Now, we're going to give Aaron props. He did allow me the opportunity to um, expand myself and be a journalist on his show. The panel did great, and everything was good. But social media killed the, was the reason I stopped doing that. If you remember, because somebody was talking about Vince Russo about something of an opinion, and I had to stay on my side, and I would not go against my my values or my integrity on this. And everybody knew that I was right, and it was like a, it was a, a stupid thing, a stupid thing that got out of hand. But because social media was involved. I had to step down from there, not because of virtue, not because of Aaron, not because of anybody else, but because of principle and where my loyalty was. And that's yeah. the reason I'm not on No DQ. It's part of why I stayed on and we created the No DQ review after that, and we're still doing it today, is because 
I'm doing it on your behalf too. I feel that me still being on NoDQ.com doing that, I still represent like Russo's thoughts of wrestling, Big Vito's thoughts. So I'm there for you guys still. So that's why I haven't stopped doing it because to me, I'm that voice of reason. Everybody today in wrestling, Vito, they look at it as a wrestling fan of today, right? We want to see this and this and this. Very few people like the entertainment aspect of it anymore. Right. Like back when we were in it, how Vince wrote. I am the represent, representative of that, right, for NoDQ.com. I'm the guy that says Roman Reigns deserves to be in a spot. Charlotte Flair deserves to be in a spot, which I'm sure we'll talk about that. So, no, Vito, you're no, still on NoDQ.com through me. Exactly. Uh, yeah. now, getting to Charlotte Flair and Becky and all the people, um, I got to say, the Becky Lynch saga has developed into something good. Uh, there was an attack on Becky on uh, Becky Lynch. Well, Becky Lynch attacked Charlotte. Charlotte retaliated, hurt um, Becky's knee. Um, I'll show. Okay, and now the story has evolved to where now there's jeopardy going on. What's going on in the Elimination Chamber? We have a three, a four pin on Naomi. Uh, Tamina. On uh, Tamina. Tamina. Uh, we'll see you. Wouldn't want to be you. There's Nia Jack. You know what's too? You know Nia Jack was on a was on a roll, and something happened with Nia Jack to where she was on the top of the world for breaking Becky Lynch's face, and they got away from it, and they dropped the ball with that. And I thought she could have been a wrecking ball, you know, with the one punch. Could have been the one punch specialist, the hot punch, and they put her in a tag team with Tamina. Now where do you go? My gut feeling with Nia is she's been very demanding backstage using her position being related to The Rock. Unconfirmed, just gut feeling. And I think finally some people are being rubbed the wrong way with Nia, and I think that's hurt her push. Um, if you don't remember, last year or so, it's some time ago, she left for a few weeks, right? Because she wasn't happy with her pay and this and that. And then she came back and got pushed. So I think she's been very, very political. And you know that in the wrestling business, that works for certain people, right, where Vince can make money off of them. I think she was trying to play that card. I think it's finally caught up with her because I don't think she's drawing like she thought she could. Now, and I think her association with Alexa Bliss when she was with Alexa Bliss and now that she's disassociated herself with her, I think that has hurt her push. I think that there are a lot of issues, like you said, that went on. I think she has a lot of things going on in personal life that she put into her business life that they don't mix. And I think that she comes off a little bit too much on the arrogant start instead of being the baby face. I prefer her to be a nasty heel. And I think they, they really dropped the ball on her with the hot punch, uh, one punch specialist where I'm going to break your face because that could have been great. You know what I mean? But now, Virtue, I got to ask you, Brock Lesnar, we got anything going on with Brock this week? No, I mean, he's just spied his time with the Universal Championship, which pisses a lot of fans off, right? Because he is hardly there and he only shows up for the big events. And because in today's world of being in the know, people know how much money he makes for the limited dates. But you know what, Vito? That makes him a true bona fide villain. People hate wrestling fans, the diehards, hate Brock Lesnar so much because in their mind, he makes too much money. He's hardly there and he's holding a title hostage from being on TV. I think it's great. Because you know what, Vito? It makes the person that goes up against him valuable if they decide to pick the right person 
to take that title from Brock. The problem is there is no right. Lesnar is perfect for this in the short term, right? I, I I loved how they gave him the title when Roman got sick, but to me, it only works if they can find the next star, babyface, and I don't think they can. They don't have one. There's nobody. But it's, Be- it's Becky, so it's in the women's division, and they're trying their hardest to make Becky this chaser, which is why Charlotte is now in the match. Like I called, by the way. Now, it's not going to be Kurt Angle making a heroic comeback. It's not going to be anybody on the roster who's going to take the title. It's not going to be anybody who's going to draw any money with Brock Lesnar, who's something special. They're going to go outside the box for WrestleMania. I mean, I know Rollins is supposed to be there, but ho-hum. But I would like to see The Rock come back for a one-on-one with Brock Lesnar because I think that would draw millions and millions of people, and that would draw the interest to see if The Rock would come back full-time and give it a shot. You know, Brock and Rock, I think that would be a great thing. Paul Heyman and the Rock trading promos, awesome. Here's the problem. That absolutely would be great. I think where the fans get jaded is when the title is on the line. And I don't know why, because they buy title belts and carry them in public with them. I don't know. Like, to me, I would have taken the title off of Brock at some point. And then you could have Rollins versus whoever for your championship matches, right? To me, they're props. Then without a title on the line, just mano a mano, Brock versus Rock. Because then I think the diehard fans might get invested in it because for some reason, when a title's on the line with part-timers, they get jaded. So what's your opinion on that? Like if a Brock and Rock did happen – I think it shouldn't be for any title, just to see if you can get the diehards invested into it. Am I right or wrong? You're right. All right, guys, listen, we're going to have to carry this discussion next week. Um, Bertrand, give me your plug. Give me what's happening. Let me know what's going on. Give it to me now. All right, I'll make it quick because I already did it. Just follow me on Twitter, people. No, At no DQ underscore virtue. You will be entertained. I promise you that. All right. Voice of Reason, can you put the plugs together, please? Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Big Veto brand. We are going to be ghost hunting at Disney World this week. All right, ghost hunting at Disney World, guys. It's going to be exciting. The Big Veto brand, expanding the brand. We're on Twitch. We're on Alexa. We got it going on. Go to thebigvetobrand.com. Check us out. Buy our merch. Go to my wish list. Show your support. I love you guys. Peace out. This is the Big Veto brand signing off. And this was another great edition of Getting Color.